Hello, people of Ugrasa. Ugrasa podcast brings to you a wonderful and insightful session today on our podcast. Today, we are going to learn about the history of Russia. It's very important for us to note that the study of a language is not only about its grammar and lexical expressions, but also about its culture and history. Every nation or country has a beginning as to how they developed, and Russia is surely not an exception. Hence, buckle up for an insightful and exciting history of Russia. Russia, in its flourishing state, for over a thousand years, was a land in chaos. Why do I say this? I say this because Russia was a country divided into various factions of people. There were groups of nomads, there were groups of fishers, there were groups of hunters, there were groups of farmers, and groups of traders. But the group of nomads were actually a group that refused to work. These nomads were quite strong, and from time to time, they stole from the working group, and they killed them. But then, as time went on, the working group decided to come together because they knew if they come together, they would be a much stronger and a bigger entity to fight against the nomads. And so they came together, and as they came together, they chose a leader called Rurik. And Rurik was the first king of the Russian state. Rurik founded the first dynasty in Russian history called the Rurik dynasty. The Rurik dynasty ruled from the 860s up until the 16th century. Even though the origin of Rurik is quite obscure and unknown, it is not debatable that they set the foundation for a history to be set. Russia became established as a result of a leader. There was a capital in Novgorod, there was a king, there were rules and regulations. And since there were rules and regulations, there was now order and peace in Russia. Now, Rurik unfortunately died, he passed away, and there was a need for a new leader. And that brings us to the focus of our podcast today, Alek, the successor of Rurik. According to Primary Chronicle, Alek was a relative, more or less like a brother-in-law of the first ruler Rurik, and was entrusted by Rurik to take care of both his kingdom and his young son Igor. Alek gradually took control of the Dnieper cities, seizing power in Kiev by tricking and slaying Askod and Da. So Askod and Da were the leaders of Kiev at that time. And after Alek seized Kiev, he named Kiev the capital of the newly created state Kievan Rus. The new capital was a convenient place to launch a raid against Constantinople in 907. And in the 883, Prince Alek of Novgorod made the Drevlians pay tribute to Kiev. And in 907, the Drevlians took part in the Kievan military campaign against Eastern Roman Empire. According to the Chronicle, the Byzantines attempted to poison Alek. But the Rus leader demonstrated his oracular powers by refusing to drink the cup of poisoned wine. Having fixed his shield to the gates of the imperial capital, 
Aliag won a favorable trade treaty, which eventually was a great benefit to both nations. Although Byzantine sources did not recall these hostilities, the test of the treaty survives in the chronicle. There are some disparities as to the primary chronicles of history, and some say that the origin of Aleg is quite untrue, and then they say Aleg was not related to Rurik in any way, but then he was rather a Scandinavian client prince who served as Igor's army commander. In the primary chronicle, Aleg is known as the prophet, an epithet alluding to the sacred meaning of his Norse name, priest. According to legend, romanticized by Alexander Pushkin in his ballad, The Song of the Wise Aleg, it was prophesied by the pagan priest that Aleg would take death from his stallion, meaning he was going to die by his horse. And in order to defy prophecy, Aliak decided to send his horse far, far away from him. But many years later, he wanted to see his horse. And as a result of that, the people showed him that, oh, your horse is dead. And this is where he has been buried. So he made up his mind to go and see the remains of his horse. And when he touched the horse's cow with his boots, a snake slithered from the skull and bit him. Eventually, the prophecy was fulfilled and Aliak died. Thank you for staying tuned to the end. Hope you have a history to tell about Russia when asked. And stay tuned and anticipate for more insightful content. Happy New Year to everyone. If you haven't subscribed, kindly subscribe and share. And in our next session of the history of Russia, we are going to take the new leader who comes after Aliak. And so stay tuned and happy new year once again to everyone.